Hey, Karen. Do you make time to let your mind wander and explore? Sometimes. Do you make time to do the things that bring you a mental refresh? <laughs> yes and no. It's different for each person, but today we're talking about making time for creativity. And you know what's really funny? When we first started talking about this topic, we were talking about finding time for creativity. And I think we both realized at some point that that was a cop-out. No. Like, you really have to just be intentional. There is no extra time on my shelf. No, you can't. You don't have inventory of that. No. The Speakeasy Podcast, real talk about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business, we probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. This zero-proof swizzle. Oh my goodness, it's so good, you guys. It's a non-alcoholic. And the thing that gets me delighted is I never think of putting bitters in my non-alcoholic drinks. And with this has got some bitters. It's got black walnut bitters and peach bitters. And I just add something to it. And it's full of fresh juices, pineapple, orange, lemon. It's just really fresh. It's very citrus forward, but it's a delicious, delicious drink. And it's got a little smokiness. So if you're a whiskey kind of person, you will enjoy it as well. Mm -hmm. So you got to check this recipe out, people. And if you want it a little bit sweeter, you can always add more juice, and you could always make it into a cocktail if that's what your heart desires. If that's what your heart desires. Oh, my goodness. So why are we ta talking about creativity? Isn't that what we do all day? Well, and that's the thing is that it's easy for us to say, like, oh, well, I'm creative all day. And there are weeks where we just don't have any more creative to give, right? Um, where doing something mundane at home that's very analog or very not creative is really the preference. But we really have to practice what we preach. We have to be able to refuel our tanks. What's your take on it? What, you know, why, why should we be engaging in extra creativity? Well, before we get into why, there's this part of me that really wants to explain what we're talking about. Because like you said, we live in worlds where we're creative all day. And so creativity looks different for different people, right. right? So what I would find to be a creative pursuit is very different than what someone else would find to be a creative pursuit. And I'm, I want to be clear that we're not talking Pinterest cupcakes. If you have cupcakes to make, you know, for your kid's classroom or something, great. And if you want to get super extra on how those look, fantastic. But that's a to-do list item that's not making time for creativity. Well, unless, in fact, baking brings you creative joy. That's true. So then I think it, I think it is a little different for everybody else. But I hear you, what you're saying in terms of this isn't just about looking up something and recreating it. This is about actually diving in and experimenting with that pursuit. Yeah. And I think it, it is about finding what feels creative to you. Mm -hmm. And for you, it might be the cupcakes. And for me, it could be something else. And that's okay. So just everyone take your assumptions about what creativity is off the table for a while while we talk about why it's important. And the, and the other thing that I would want to add, too, is that we're not just talking to creatives. We're talking to anybody who needs to almost refuel their tank uh, and, and able to solve problems. And that's true for any of us who are professionals. We need to solve problems every day. Right. And we know that as everything becomes automated and Amazon can deliver in a day and you can push a button for almost anything, real creative thinking and innovation is the last place where we have great skill and we will never be replaced. So one of the reasons why is if you keep that muscle strong and you keep creativity as part of what you're good at, you will be irreplaceable. Yeah, one of the bloggers that I follow who is a professional writer, she says, if you want to be more creative, you have to practice. 
because it is a muscle. Her name's Sonia Simone. Yeah, it is. And it's about making making the time because life can get really, really busy. And the truth of the matter is, before we get into the busy situation, because we can talk about that for sure, <laughs> um, it's fun to be creative and it's fun to explore new things. And, and it's a delight and it brings a whole element to your world that you – you might be missing. And that's so important. I mean, sometimes like if you, if you think about a child and, and their creativity, they get lost in it. And when was the last time you got lost in something that you enjoyed? Uh, it's been way too long. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And that's, that's getting to the busy part. I mean, <laughs> we were joking about this earlier, but you said it's been, it's been a minute since you've painted. Yeah. Yeah. And I found dried up crusty paint when I was cleaning a closet the other day. And I was just depressed because I don't remember the last time I got I got a canvas out and did it. Well, and you really enjoy sketching things. I do. And I'm not very good at it, but I find it very interesting and contemplative. And we ran across a sketchbook at the cottage just about a month ago. And Spencer took a peek in it. And the last sketch was dated December of 2018, which means I haven't touched that in almost a year. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of depressing. Yeah, it's time. It's time to get out some nice stuffed pencils. I suppose. I would say, though, the challenge with time is pretty indicative of where we are in our responsibility levels. Mm -hmm. You know, business business and and family, it's too much. Right. But... If we can fill 20 of our 24 hours with all of our responsibilities and stuff, then we certainly can choose to prioritize refueling our tanks in a creative way. Wait, are those extra four hours creativity or are those extra four hours sleeping? Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, four hours is not enough sleep. We talked about this already. I know, I know. But it's true. It's true. And, you know, I struggle sometimes with... I've learned all kinds of things. I don't need to learn anything new. I struggle with, I know how to be creative. I can turn that muscle, my muscle's pretty strong. I can turn it on at work no matter when. And so I'm struggling with finding time to be creative right now. And so this is a timely episode for us because I need this reminder. Well, I would challenge you that you are so expert in what you do professionally that you can turn it on because that muscle is big. But it's almost like think about our body and our physiology, like our quads and our glutes are really big. So even if you're not a runner, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound nice. I'm just saying those are big muscle groups. <laughs> no, I'm just saying mine are pretty atrophied. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that like you know how to run even if you don't if you're not a runner, if you haven't been running. But what about the tiny muscles that have like the little nuanced reflexes that that do something new? So it's like you are so expert at what you do at work. So what about the really challenging, innovative thinking that you need to do to solve a creative problem? Like are you giving yourself the space where that can enter into the gap? And absolutely not. That's I For me, I think – I think white space is very important, mm-hmm. right? The ability to turn off the input and sit for a moment and imagine and think and let your mind wander. We don't have the luxury of that time unless we very intentionally make that time. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't matter what your creativity looks like, what your white space time looks like, mm-hmm. but having it in your life is so very important. So one of the ways that we could create that time is do you use the function on your phone where you have social media limits and no, it turns off social media? I don't. I'm terrified of it. Yeah. Is it a good idea? 
it'll give you time. (laughs) (laughs) Your apps just shut down. They do? Yeah. They actually shut down? Yeah. If you give yourself certain limits on how much time daily that you're willing to give to social media, the apps just won't launch. So you can look at your phone use time and then make a decision to go on a little bit of a diet and the app will help you. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Karen, you're so smart. I didn't invent it. I just was like, yeah, I'll use that. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) that's a lot of time. (laughs) You know, I think there's a lot of other ways that you can commit to time or create time for creativity. So, you know, the app is one way. I I kind of said it tongue in cheek, but it is true. You can just make your phone not happen. But there's accountability. I think we've even talked about when we were discussing learning something new. You can create it with someone else, have some accountability, um, and do something fun with someone else so that it's scheduled and it happens. That's true. I mean, scheduling time. When is the last time you scheduled time to be creative or time to imagine? Like, actually put that in your calendar. Does anybody ever? No. Could we? Yes. Let's all do it. Let's do it. And imagine what we would invent. The world might actually explode with energy. Oh my gosh, think about think about the creative the creativity you'd be putting into the universe. What if we had an hour where everybody just published their what if on Twitter? That would be fair, very fun. Oh. What so, if we all just took time and played? And played, that would be so nice. It's that white space. It really would be. It's funny because what I find I have sometimes I'll have an hour or two unexpectedly and Well, there are times when I have an hour or two and I know that full well I'm going to be on the couch or on the bed resting, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are the times where you have an hour or two and you have some energy and you want to get something done, but you don't even know what to do. And it's kind of um, all the opportunities are there and all the decisions are there and all the choices and you're frozen with choice. Like, like, what should I do with this time? I Mm -hmm. I have all this time. Yeah, it's almost unnerving. Yeah. And so I struggle sometimes when I do have unexpected time. How do I fit creativity into my schedule? I wonder if sometimes it's because, um, again, I go back to kids. So when they sit down to play, they don't have an objective, really. It's about the process of what they're doing. They're just creating a Lego thing or they're just doodling. They, they're they not like, I'm going to sit down and make a masterpiece, you know. And so it's like maybe it's because we have a relationship to how we spend our time that it has to have an outcome or an objective. Whereas if you just have white space and you have a sketch pad and a cup of coffee yep. <laughs> or whatever, you know, you did do that recently, though. You you intentionally created – you told me this. You know, you, you t- intentionally created time to go to a museum. Yeah, it's true. We um, – a colleague and I were going to Chicago for a conference and we were – doing the thing where you come in on Sunday afternoon and you get your hotel so you can go on Monday. And we decided, oh, let's, how are we going to spend that time? You don't want to just sit in your hotel room or wander around aimlessly. So we decided to go to the Museum of Contemporary Art. And I'm so glad we did because it was, there was a really great exhibition and it, it fueled all kinds of imagining and watching someone else's creativity and seeing and understanding someone else's creative process mm-hmm. is very, very inspiring. It was probably the best hour and a half to refill my batteries that mm-hmm. I'd had in a long time. But to get there, mm-hmm. we had to think really carefully, okay, so we're going. If we go this much early, we can make sure to get to the museum. What time does the train run? So we had to work through logistics in order to make the time to go be inspired. But it's worth it. It is worth it. 
That's why it's called making time for creativity. (laughs) And that's, you know, creativity could be something you do. It could be playing or exploring or sketching or painting with no end in mind. It could be experiencing something that you haven't experienced before. It could be debating with someone that you haven't had a conversation with before. But making time for it is really important and it adds to your life. And the the thing that I would take away about it is that it makes energy. Mm-hmm. It recharges batteries, which is sort of an old and tired phrase, but it does really fill you with excitement and possibility and ideas and enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And if you're not feeling like you're filled with those things right now, it's a really great way to get yourself there fast. Yeah. Well, and one of the things I try to do too is when I'm not feeling like I've giving myself permission to have, find the time or make the time. You know, I look for areas where, and we've already said this, we're creative in our daily lives. So one of the things that actually truly does bring me joy is cooking. And, but, you know, the cooking in that narrow window on a Monday or a Wednesday or whatever, you know, before kids have to get to activities is more of like a task. But just to have like a new relationship to how it feels to create that meal and to like think about it differently as opposed to this quick chore that I have to get through, you know, on a Sunday afternoon with the windows open and music playing, cooking can bring me joy. But like to really have that Monday through Thursday or whatever I cook, that relationship to creating a meal for my family and what it means, adjusting my mindset so that I'm experiencing creativity while I'm doing something that is otherwise mundane still will bring me joy. That's interesting that you say that. And what that says to me is it's intentional mm-hmm. and it's something you have to, it's, it's an outlook you have to choose. Absolutely. So what we're learning, and this is where I think kind of getting back to the idea of it depends on your de- definition of creativity, because I think creativity gets a bad rap sometimes. Certain people are creative or certain things are creative or creativity is spontaneous or whatever. I think being creative can needs to be very intentional. Mm-hmm. It needs to be something you make time for, thus the episode. It can be whatever you call it as long as it's helping you recharge your batteries and think new thoughts mm-hmm. and be inspired by your world. And honestly, in the end, I think it brings you so much more when it comes to, I don't know, what you bring to your career or what you can bring to your family. Because if you can be creative and you can look at things that could be mundane, like cooking on a Monday, which which can be an endeavor that can really add to your life, mm-hmm. creativity can be a, a great asset. Absolutely. And I think we're using the, we've used the word intentional several times, but it, if, if you swap that for purposeful and you, you're participating in an activity that gives you purpose, and that's, I'm not talking about a to-do list. I'm talking about like really setting your sights on what refuels that tank. I think especially for people who are in our positions where we're entrepreneurs, we have busy family lives and we really need to refuel those tanks so that we're so that we're able to continue to contribute in meaningful ways. I think it's pretty good. So the the thing that I think we're going to do is we're going to ask everybody to there's a couple of things I think you can all do. One of them is make a list of things that bring you energy and make you feel light and interested and curious. Mm. And so when you have a few hours, just pick one from your list 
right? Mm-hmm. And I think another one is making a physical space, right? Yeah, absolutely. Create a physical space that will invite you to participate so that those little gaps of time where you're like, oh, I've got time, what should I do? You know, there's there's a space prepared for you to dive in. And it, again, you don't have to accomplish anything. You might just get your hands dirty and feel putty or, you know, ma- you know, make a friendship bracelet or whatever it is. I, I made a friendship bracelet last weekend with my son. <laughs> so like it's it, it just bits and pieces and, and just exploring and looking and experiencing in a different way than your day-to-day usually life allows. Yeah, I think that's really fair. And, you know, Karen, I think you mentioned this earlier in the episode. This is not just for creatives, right? This is for, you could be executive level and have a board meeting and a committee meeting and six reports to get done next month. Um, You still need to make space for your mind to wander. You still have to make space to think what if and make unusual connections and experience something new and let it help you imagine what your life could look like. And that might be as simple as how you could bring some innovative thinking to your office, right? Mm -hmm. But making that space and deciding that letting creativity be part of who you are and part of what makes you good at your job and good at whatever it is you want to do today, I think could be really useful. I want to hear, I love your idea. I want to hear from our listeners their what if. Like what if you made time for creativity, what would you do? What if? What if you could do that thing? I want to hear what it is. And really, what are you going to lose? Time on social media? Right. Right? Set those timers on the apps and and shut it off. Netflix will be there tomorrow. For sure. And so maybe part of it is making a habit. A time of day, even 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Just carve out 15 minutes to let your mind wander and think what if and see how that treats you. Mm, I can't wait to hear what people have to say. So our zero-proof swizzle is gone. It's a really, really pretty, vibrant kind of mango-orange color, even though it doesn't have mango in it. But um, it's just a really beautiful, beautiful mocktail that could become a cocktail if you if you chose. We are very lucky to be able to experience all these new drinks. I will say I have tasted things with our little speakeasy podcast that I had no idea or would have never chosen. Right? Yeah. I'm making connections and tasting things that I would have never guessed. And things that I normally would say no thank you to, I'm really enjoying. It's really opened up my horizon. But I've almost turned myself away from being just a beer gal. Almost. Almost. We need another beer cocktail. Let's do that soon. Yeah, that, that last one we had was really good. Want to contribute to our conversation? Reach out to us on social media at Easy Underground. Or head over to our website, thespeakeasypodcast.com. Karen, tell me what we're talking about next time. Many of us have heard of the 80-20 rule, also known as the Pareto Principle. Right, the rule that says 80% of your outputs come from 20% of your inputs. Yep, and while it has roots in economic studies, we're going to see how it applies to creativity and business ownership. I can't wait. Join us next time. Cheers.